0: Love Talk
1: radio Because she, she did done. all
0: that during the hearing, I didn't know why she had to do it Yeah, it
1: was him. a of complete. It was uh, they, it was uh, fifty-two to forty-seven was the vote. Oh, okay. And um.
0: So. You know, and she and
1: she lost. She was it, just making a stand. She was just trying to make a stand, like she always does. Yeah, you know, she lost all kind of. She had no credibility left to do with anybody. Uh, um, uh, I wanted just to go. This was kind of weird, and I, i we, we can talk about it later if you want. But um, um, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to uh, let's go over here and take a look. Yeah, I've got a few things lined up here for tonight to read. Okay. Let's read about Sessions if you want mm-hmm. right away, and then we'll Since go on. He was yeah, just the, the – this is breaking I news. have
0: to feel like he made a pretty good impression during the – We both uh, saw
1: that, yeah. The, uh, we watched
0: that whole yeah, – his it, it, cross-examination, he, literally.
1: He, he did a good he, job. I
0: thought he really was very good. He was there for, like, hours. and Yeah, I, I
1: honestly feel this guy was maligned, very well much maligned. And I've got the testimony of Ted Cruz on there that, that uh, defended him. And and uh, it was it was very very good. Plus, uh, half the half the people on the Judiciary Committee uh, stood up and, and gave him uh, uh, a, a total, you know, freedom. good rating. Yeah, you know, they were good friends of his and everything. You know, but anyway, he's even got he's even got black guy who works as an aide. You know, that testified for him. Oh know? yeah, he's worked for him for years. And uh, it says here that the. Um, uh, the Senate on, this is from, um, I forget where this is from, which, who did this. Um, this is AP, but uh, Yahoo, I guess Yahoo News um, and Associated Press. The Senate on Wednesday confirms uh, Jeff Sessions uh, to be Attorney General in Trump's administration, despite fierce Democratic opposition to the Alabama's Republican over his record on civil rights and immigration. The 52 to 47 nearly party-line vote capped weeks of this divisive battles over Sessions and early supporters of Donald Trump and one of the state's most conservative lawmakers after the, uh, our Senate rather. But after the vote was announced, Sessions' Republican colleagues applauded the outcome, while barely a handful of Democrats did the same. Democrats laced into Sessions casting him as too cozy with Trump and too harsh on immigrants. He did, He asserted they
0: asserted he wouldn't do enough to protect voting rights of minorities, protections for gays, and the legal right of women to obtain an abortion. They fear immigrants in the country illegally won't receive due process with sessions as the top law enforcement officer. Any attorney general must be able to stand firm for the rule of law against the powerful executive that nominated him or her. In this administration, I believe that independence is even more necessary, said Senator Tim Kaine, Democrat of Virginia. His record raises doubts about whether he can be a champion for those who need this office most, and it also raises doubts about whether he can curb unlawful outreach by Trump.
1: Overreach, yeah.
0: Oh, overreach, not outreach. that's <sighs> good. But, um... Session won unanimous backing from Senate Republicans, but picked up the support of just one Democrat, Joe Mananchin of West Virginia. Alabama Governor Robert Bentley is expected to name a replacement for Sessions a, as early as Thursday. Bentley has named six finalists for the six Senate. Dollars. I did not for the Senate appointment, including State Attorney General Luther Strange and GOP Representative Robert Arderholt. Strange is considered a leading candidate for the job since Bentley interviewed potential replacements for state attorney general, according to people close to the process. However, Bentley's office has said he has not made a decision. Wednesday's vote came in rising tensions between Republicans controlling the chamber over delaying tactics by minority Democrats that have left fewer of Trump's picks in place than President Barack Obama had eight years ago. Democrats no longer have filibuster power over cabinet picks. However, after changing Senate rules when they controlled the chamber in 2013, so they changed the rules. Yeah, now they're
1: reading it. But uh, did you read this Mm -hmm. section here? I don't Mm -hmm. remember you saying that.
0: Oh, no, I didn't see yeah, that because,
1: paragraph. That's yeah, the be, only one. Because I, I thought it was important. It was that, up uh, above. It says that say Sessions has demonstrated over a long career in public service and two decades in the Senate that he possesses integrity, honesty, and is committed to justice. In, uh, quotes here. That he's, he's honest. He's fair. He's been a friend to many of us. And so, on both, both sides. On both sides of the aisle. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, a Republican from Kentucky, said, it's been tough to watch all this. Good man uh, has been put through in recent weeks. He says this is a well-qualified colleague with a with a deep reverence for the law, and he believes strongly in the equal application of it to everyone.
0: I but, I know, thought he presented he unanimous
1: a, backing from Senate Republicans. Yeah. I
0: thought he did a good job in presenting himself oh, to that committee. Oh, I
1: did. too. I, if anybody saw that or saw even parts of it, um, I mean, I ex- didn't except the parts where. Uh, Al Franken uh, went off like a freaking idiot that he that he is, and the
0: session uh, didn't
1: lose his No, no, but Al Franken, uh, oh, nice. you know, accused him of everything under the sun, which was not true. And then uh, Ted Cruz got up and accused uh, them of lying. Mm-hmm. Okay, of uh, you know, virtually uh, he and Blumenthal and uh, both lied. All right, uh, about about his um, or
0: at the very least they were uninformed
1: uninformed and i in, in the case of Al Franken, he deliberately lied mm-hmm. yeah it seemed that way, yeah, and I uh, can't
0: say for sure, but it well I saw nice. it,
1: and I've heard the 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 repute and you know uh Ted Cruz called him out, called him a liar, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, he, he got done. really mad about that, but he couldn't prove that he wasn't a liar, and proved Ted Cruz proved that he was mm-hmm. so he got really crazy mad, It's the same with uh with Elizabeth Warren And all, all those uh, You know people They just uh, You know They got put down They You know Sessions got, Proved to he you he, he, You know He'd been maligned right? And uh, You know uh, They all looked like idiots And even And Warren uh, Was the last idiot You know This, this morning With her uh, You know Insistence on reading Coretta Scott King's uh, 1986 letter Okay Which was bullshit. So anyway, uh, want to congratulate Jeff Sessions on that. Uh, We were kind of supporting him. Um, Well,
0: I'll see how he is.
1: Yeah, we're hoping that he's. uh, I hope he fulfills the promise. I hope he does too.
0: Because we haven't uh, had very good attorney generals.
1: No, we haven't.
0: In the past uh, few years, the last two have not been good at
1: all. This was kind of interesting, this article. It said, sobering fine, it's from NBC News, actually. It says, sobering fine, a poll, finds majority in leading uh, European nations uh, would back Trump-style travel ban. On hmm. Interesting, huh? Oh, they've had a wicked time in there. This is. I thought this was funny. This, this came off of... A, Donald Trump administration is seen as more truthful than the news media in the polls. Trump administration is seen as more truthful than the media uh, by a poll. Uh, even the news media is less trusted than the administration, with 53% calling it untruthful and just 39% finding it honest.
0: That's pretty sad.
1: Yeah, that's across the board, too. I mean, mm-hmm. But but uh, it was funny that more uh, more Democrats found the mainstream to be truthful than Republicans. Not no, hardly really any. I think ten percent. But here, here, this is worth reading. Uh, this is from The Hill, actually, which is a left-wing um, uh, po- political magazine, and it says uh, it's published today. And it says the Trump administration is more trusted than the news media. Among voters, according to New Emerson uh, University poll.
0: Emerson College.
1: Yeah. Or college. No? Mhm. Uh, kind of, kind of blacked out on here. Hmm. Frozen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Emerson College poll. The uni the admission the administration is considered truthful by forty nine percent of registered voters and untruthful by forty eight percent but the news media is less trusted than the administration with 53% calling it untruthful and just 39% finding it honest. The numbers split among party lines with nearly 9 in 10 Republicans saying the Trump administration is truthful compared with more than 3 in 4 Democrats uh, who say the opposite. Um Just exit out.
0: Well, I can't. It was on the right.
1: And uh, The
0: numbers are split along party lines with nearly 9 in top of 10 Republicans saying the Trump administration is truthful compared with 3 in 4 Democrats who say the opposite. The Emerson poll found out that 69% of Democrats think the news media is truthful, while 91% of Republicans consider the fourth estate untruthful. Independents, meanwhile, believe both the administration and the news media are untruthful, with 52% saying the administration is untruthful, and 47% saying the same about the media. The, the poll, poll
1: yeah.
0: echoes Gallup's annual poll on the media's trust on the public's trust in the media, Oops, which showed before the elections that 32% of Americans trusted the institution, including just 14% of Republicans. The poll was conducted February
1: 5th through 6th. With a sample of 617 registered voters and a margin of error of 3.9 percentage points. So isn't that cool? I thought that was really very interesting. But, uh, you know, you didn't get that one on the mainstream media though, did you? You got it from Emerson College Poll. Um, Oh, this was interesting too. I don't know if that article's up. But it looks like they just introduced an article into a um,
0: bill.
1: A bill. Into the uh uh house. Uh, that would be uh
0: in the federal war on marijuana. Yeah.
1: About time. Very interesting because what they're doing is they're um they want to delist it from uh, uh schedule one drug, you know. To uh, a schedule you know, three or whatever, or two or three. But uh, but what they what they really want to do, is they say uh, title Respect state marijuana laws. Of 217 is the name of the bill. The bill adds a new provision to the Controlled Substance Act that reads: Notwithstanding any other provision of law, the provision of this subchapter uh, related to marijuana shall not apply to any person acting in compliance with state laws relating to the production, possession distribution, dispensation, administration, or delivery of marijuana. So in other words, what they're saying is that all the state laws that are in place now will be respected. It's just that this law allows them to be, have federal recognition that mm-hmm. that uh, they're going to
0: be respected. So it will
1: be a business. You know yeah. what I mean? And if, it, if you don't want the business in, in your state, you in don't have to. Have. And you have laws to prove, like in Connecticut, uh, they decriminalized it, but they didn't uh, approve it. Except for medical. Well, they, remember
0: uh, with alcohol, certain towns didn't sell it.
1: Yeah, it was dry towns. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be the same as, uh, as states. Mm-hmm. and And uh, that's that, that's what this bill ensures, so that so that the industries can get financing, the industries can be treated like a normal industry. So if that goes through, marijuana is going to become legal and every Finally. It'll begin, it'll become a, a legalized substance Product. product. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh and the investors are gonna go crazy on it. So get your get your marijuana stock now. So, anyway. Uh, okay. Oh, this was really interesting, Lana. This is uh this is something else. Uh, it, it, it really, uh yeah. He took almost a hundred thousand dollars from Betsy DeVos, and he confirmed and he voted for. for it today. Imagine? Talk about a conflict of interest. Yeah. But that's all right, because a lot of people were paid by Soros to to. Uh, I don't bring that one up, but too. To, to, uh, Soros has paid a lot of Republicans, mm-hmm. okay, to oppose Trump, and one of the biggest. Uh, Jerkoff's is is John McCain. What a a traitor he is. Uh, Remember over the summer when Marco Rubio waxed eloquent about how uh, he and his fellow senators would be a strong check and balance to Donald Trump? (laughs) The guy says, ha, that was a funny one, Marco. Rubio now has a sterling 100% voting record backing all of Trump's uh, nominees and plans. Well, so
0: does everybody else except maybe two.
1: Yeah, but he was against them. Yeah. Know, all right. He <laughs> was, yeah. 538s uh, um, Trump tracker. Uh, according to Five-thirty-eight Whatever tracking. that is. He did his latest uh, solid
0: for the uh, dawn today by voting to confirm Betsy DeVos as Secretary of Education over protests. From basically every public school teacher in the (laughs) nation. But Rubio's help in the DeVos's raise-a-thin approval is especially unsurprising. It turns out DeVos, a multi-billionaire with zero educational experience, and her family have been especially generous donors to Rubio's campaign.
1: Hmm. Hmm. And, uh oh.
0: In fact, Rubio accepted more DeVos cash than any other senator who backed her nomination today. Rubio has taken a total of $98,300 from DeVos and her family members, according to the Federal Election Commission's reports crunched by the Center for American Progress. That's a decent chunk of cash, even in, GOP, even in a GOP Senate, where DeVos reigned nearly $1 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. And as the CAP noted, DeVos hasn't been shy about why she donates
1: so heavily to Republican causes. Right. I've decided, however, to stop taking offense at the suggestion that we are buying influence, DeVos told roll call back in the late 1990s. <coughs> now I've simply conceived the point. They are right. We expect a return on our investment. Well, mm-hmm. She got it, didn't she? Mm-hmm. To be fair, in that quote, DeVos was referring to her wish for a conservative-dominated government, but her point still dovetails nicely with which uh, with what happened. A major party donor was confirmed by the same people she funded over loud objections from the people she'll be in charge of. Mm-hmm. Wow. DeVos uh,
0: is... It is hell-bent on tearing down public education and replacing it with charter schools and private religious schools. She says her larger goal is to advance God's kingdom, which is an interesting take on philosophy that critics say hurts disadvantaged kids. Wow.
1: Pretty which she out. says that she's so supportive of. In this case, Rubio didn't even put up a front about resisting Trump's pick, like he did with, the, with one grilling Secretary of State, Rex Tosen before ultimately voting for him. Despite protesters marching on his district's offices and enough phone calls to fill his D.C. inbox, Rubio voted yes, a key vote in the 50-50 deadlock broken by Vice President Mike Pence. Wonder Uh,
0: why? Mm -hmm. Update, 8.30 p.m. Christine Mandarucci, a Rubio spokesperson, released a statement defending his vote and his campaign contributions.
1: Here's the full statement. People contribute to Senator Rubio's campaign because they support his agenda. Ms. DeVoe is a strong supporter of empowering parents and providing educational opportunity for all, policies Senator Rubio has supported for over a decade. Her uh, nomination was opposed by Democrats who take millions of dollars from the big unions obsessed with denying school choice to low-income children. Um that's that's the that's the deal folks so Marco Rubio <laughs> what a piece of work mhm uh, anyway oh uh, let's see oh yeah, yeah, yeah this is good too this is really good um California is in the red for by hundred and twenty seven point two billion dollars state state auditors say well,
0: we're in the red for how much in Connecticut?
1: But this is what happens with sanctuary states, okay? Mm-hmm. And because they're they're in they're in Big Hawk and they're going bigger in Hawk and if he pulls out their funding for sanctuary cities or sanctuary states, now they're they're gonna be bankrupt though.
0: Well, that's now. what we're suffering.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you wanna be a sanctuary city? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh this is this is good. Tex uh sent us over to us. Yeah, today.
0: News report exposes six top Republicans on George Soros' payroll. Guess who is being paid to stop Trump? Yep. I get that. that
1: Wait till you see it, folks. Wait till you hear about this one. It's freaking crazy.
0: Probably won't surprise us, but it might surprise you.
1: Hmm. Actually, some of the Republicans did surprise me. Really? Yeah, they did. Uh,
0: Urgent new report exposes six. This is from Liberty Writers News. Yeah. Six top Republicans on
1: George Soros'
0: payroll.
1: Guess who's being paid to stop Trump? Woo-hoo! Yeah. Um, non nonpartisan non-profit research group based in Washington, D.C. that tracks the effects of money and lobbying on elections and public policy revealed that the, that while George Soros is responsible for funding Democrats and progressive causes, he has also bankrolled Senator John McCain and a small but select group of other Republicans. Unsurprisingly, all the names revealed to receive funding from George Soros have a track record of opposing opposition to Donald Trump. And I going to read those names.
0: Here in we are. Second.
1: Number one is John McCain. Number two, House Speaker Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. He got money from Soros. Wow. Uh, Mark Rubio got money from Soros. John Kasich got money from Soros. Lindsey Graham, uh, Carl Corbello. Carlos. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that's
1: I the only know. one I don't know. I know, but there's more. There's more? Yeah, I know there's more.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not
1: right. Management. That's not. Hillary Clinton. That's bullshit. He gave her over $13 million. Did you know that? Hillary Clinton. Yeah. This is what he's reporting Soros fund management mm-hmm. but you know for, for donations you're gonna tell me he gave her twenty two million he dollars 22000 $22, dollars that's her shit he gave her um uh he, he's her her uh his hillary's daughter's husband's uncle okay yeah. and uh Hillary's biggest donor and that this is bullshit I don't know where they got this Got, I mean, this is nothing here. He only gave twenty-two thousand to to Hillary, Fifty thousand Well, that's 000. just from this one source that he has. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just from from uh, from that from him. Okay, so it shows that he only gave.
0: Well, he gave, well John McCain didn't get much from
1: so oh, no, no, no. i don't even have a tally here how much this.
0: Yeah, total contributions two
1: hundred and eighty three thousand. The ones that
2: they
1: had to report. Yeah. Richard Blumenthal. hmm. Paul Ryan. Patrick Mohoney New York. Democrats, Democrats, Democrats. Patrick Leahy from Vermont. Wow. Fifty four hundred bucks. Huh. that's a lot of money for I mean for I mean for, for uh he's an independent yeah. But Blumenthal got eighty one hundred bucks. Okay? Hmm. Uh Lindsey Graham thirty five. And he's him, I guess. Um, Jeb Bush. he gave Jeb Bush twenty seven hundred bucks. Imagine that. That's amazing. Um, I don't know these other people. They're all they're all from uh, Democrats from different states. Uh Republican Marco Rubio got twenty seven hundred bucks. Um John Boehner got uh, $2,600. Mm-hmm. Um, John Kasich got uh, $2,700. John McCain got $2,500. Guys, right, John McCain will sell his soul for, for 2500 bucks. Yeah, he must sure be freaking... Imagine, us imagine us what he would enough. have done to the presidency. He would have made Hillary Clinton look like a, a piker. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, you can go to OpenSecrets.org and check this one out for uh, for Soros funds. But um, that's that's what they what's publicly known. But privately, they they are they gave to the pack, you know, or whatever.
3: Yeah.
1: They could give that to the individual, but um, so, anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Dex. You got that one. Then. This is so bizarre. Did you see? That? I want to show you that this has got ten thousand, almost eleven thousand, eleven million views. But it's a tree that has goats on it, all over the tree. Huh? How the hell did they get up there? I don't know. But they're all they're, there's like ten, almost ten or fifteen goats sitting in a tree. Different. Levels. Where's the tree? I don't know. What's that? Well, it's just um. Uh, really bizarre situation <laughs> That is weird really weird yeah. this one here is going this one here uh, that? I was really kind of surprised to getting it a friend of mine sent it over and um, um, it, was, it was kind of surprising um, I can't hold this back any longer it's from Alan West the uh, black uh, writer philosopher and I can't hold back. It's a defense of Trump people, but uh, but he can't. He he got he got crazy mad over looking at watching these these people uh, hit Trump supporters. You know, uh, Alan West, uh, is, like I said, he's a, he's a black uh, columnist, but he says our website editor will be unfortunately. Um, yeah, uh, that's Alan West dot com. Our website editor editor will be upset I'm writing about football but something like this doesn't happen often I'm stoked for the second time in my lifetime I will actually have a, my hometown team he'll use the Bronco yeah and, for, and the Pro Bowl but uh, we lost um, with the Denver Broncos and so on he goes on and on but what, what was interesting to say was The past 72 hours we've, been, we've seen vicious and violent attacks and assaults by the leftist progressive socialists against conservatives. And I want to warn these savage anarchists and rioters, just as the old folks uh, would advise us, it's all fun until someone gets hurt. The images emanating from Inauguration Day, at California, Berkeley, and New York uh, University need cause us major concern. That, uh, combined with the lack of any con- condemnation from Democratic Party leaders and the embracing of these violent acts by prominent leftists, is very disconcerting. Mm,
0: I would
1: agree with him. It says, can anyone imagine what a liberal progressive media would have been saying if if, if this were back in 2009 and uh, we were two weeks into the Obama administration and these actions were happening? Uh, the push's hypocrisy is astounding and the blatant disregard and dismissal from uh, reporting by the leftist media is telling and to think that they're blaming not the ones conducting the assault but the targets of the assault as the source of his anger it is as if the left is telling America since you didn't vote how we wanted you to you shall suffer the consequences of our anger and our savagery and yes that's exactly what it is. It's domestic terrorism and barbarism to spit uh on people, spray them with pepper spray. and how many times must we see or hear about killing the President of the United States? and nothing happens no to these people. No, see it. See it's all fun for the left until someone gets hurt. okay, and here it here it is bluntly. I am talking about when one of these anarchists and violent rioters crosses the line with with the one person and gets hit back. Mm -hmm. You can bet as soon as that happens, it will be front-page news everywhere, all right, that uh, an innocent protester was targeted and injured by racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, deplorable, undesirable member of the alt-right. However, my caution to these violent leftist supporters by George Soros is that the day is coming when you will encounter Americans who will not run and cower from your intimidation and coercive tactics. Let me be clear. Spraying a person in the face with pepper spray is an assault, and the victims have every right to defend themselves. Going around dragging people from their cars and assaulting them on the street is not a game. It's crime, and there are consequences to those criminal actions. Mm -hmm. Destruction of property is not a First Amendment right. It is criminal. And there is no excuse for these heinous and nefarious actions, regardless of what Uncle George Soros and the community organizer, Barack Obama, may be saying, or in this case, not saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me remind you, petulant progressive socialists, the words of Barack Obama, I won, get over it. When Obama was talking about Republicans going to the back of the bus, I don't recall any buildings being set on fire. And when Obama spoke of not taking a knife to a gunfight, uh, constitutional conservatives weren't out punching liberal con- progressives, pelting them with eggs or pepper spraying them. He's right.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, That's kind of a long article. Yeah. But anyway, I was just, uh, you know, I was grateful because he's right. He's right. He's right. And, you know, uh, this is the, and to have American entertainers like Bruce Springsteen stand before a foreign audience and declare he was embarrassed to be an American. Well, he won't be exposed to rocks thrown at him or anything of that nature, but the artist calling himself the boss might end up going the way of the Dixie Chicks if uh, if being embarrassed to be an American is all about having a totalitarian way, Then you never understood the greatness of the American of America anyway. And he says, any my advice to the left is this. Your response to the November 8th 2016 election isn't endearing yourself to anyone. You may feel as the left operates in the realm of emotion that you're achieving some demented goal, but in essence, you're relegating yourselves to a permanent national political minority status. And He's so, so right. He is so right. He he he, he, he had a healthy rant here. It goes on for a whiz. But I suggest that you, you read it if you get a chance to go to alanbwest.com very uh very good writer black black writer and uh it kind of puts it in perspective i was- i was happy to see that
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh let's see what else we got here okay. oh, you want do you want to, you want me to to read this is kind of an yeah. important one because um this Here's is a the, copy
0: of the executive order Trump signed on America's rep- retirement money.
1: Right. This is the one where he's where he uh, he he didn't do it because it has to be done by Congress. But it's an executive order that's stating that he wants these uh, this area of um, the Dodd Frank uh, re- re- revisions. hmm Does he want to, to keep to it he, or not keep wants, it? He wants to revise it or or to get rid of it because. Uh, what it does is it is it it is it affects the uh, employment basically of uh financial advisors mm-hmm. right and uh, and and their fiduciary responsibility but whether or not and it holds them accountable but I, but the actual um frank article is so loaded with with, with regulation that, that it's very difficult to to read and um I think it was 2,000 pages or something. Oh, my gosh. They don't
0: really know what it says. Probably no, nobody knows. Nobody
1: knows. But it's about Trump knows because he's, he's, uh, he's, he, he's read most of that and been advised about it. He says the White House has just released a copy of the executive order President Trump signed earlier Friday on the fiduciary rule. The fiduciary rule, which the Department of Labor passed last year, intended to prevent financial advisors from giving conflicted advice to retirement savers. The rule had been set to go in effect this April. The executive order gives power to the Secretary of Labor to rescind a rule or or revise the rule. In the executive order, Trump writes that the fiduciary rule may significantly alter the manner in which Americans can receive financial advice and may not be consistent with the policies of my administration. Uh, Trump orders, Trump's order directs the Secretary of Labor uh, to prepare an updated economic and legal analysis of three areas. Whether the rule anticipated to be implicated in April has harmed or is likely to harm investors due to a reduction of Americans' access to certain retirement savings offerings, retirement product structures, retirement savings information, or related financial advice. Mm -hmm. Whether the rule has disrupted the retirement advice industry that may adversely affect investors or retirees, and whether the rule is likely to cause an increase in litigation and an increase in the prices that investors and retirees must pay to gain access to retirement services. So he wants to to work with those somehow. If any of these three points are met, or if the rule is found to hurt Americans' ability to gain access to retirement information and financial advice, the Secretary of Labor must rescind or revise the rule according to the order. You can read the full text of the order below um, for more information on the fiduciary rule and that's at stake. Uh, go to Business Insider's uh, Insider. Oh well, um, that's good. Yeah, the, I'm glad uh, he's that's, doing that. the order there. Okay. <clears throat> I hope they do it.
0: They follow
1: through on. it. I do too. I, I really do too. Uh, because I I think um, uh, I think he's uh yeah. um, looking I, out for small people. I, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, and and uh, the cat. Oh okay. cat. Five owners, I
0: rejected
1: her. Oh. <laughs> can understand why. huh? There's a video about a cat that uh, a wild soul. Somebody adopted her, but she, she went through five, uh, five owners. Five owners. They, all, they couldn't stand her she could tear her place apart. because <laughs>
0: yes, she may one day
1: set the house on fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll never be bored, boring with her, as the owner says. <laughs> you a crazy cat. Yeah. you got to
0: see that, people. Yeah. You've got to see that. I don't, I
1: don't know where you can get it, actually, except for my Facebook. Uh, you yeah. have to post it on Facebook. Yeah, that, that's, it says, um, that's amazing, it's a video, that's amazing, video. I don't know, that's, that's where it is online. Whoa. Comma, that's amazing's video.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's on YouTube or something.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm sure it is, but under whoa, that's amazing.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: That's funny. Um, This one was. uh, Oh, this was this was so amazing. I was gonna. I thought of playing because there was a. uh, It's not very long. Oh yeah. But uh, it's, it's a girl, little five-year-old girl. calling nine-one-one. All right, the father's having a heart attack, yeah. um, and it's just amazing what she. It's said. amazing what she said. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it, it's a, It's only three minutes. Okay. You, you want to hear it? Yeah. It's, it's so cute. It's just so. Five years old. The
4: father calls nine-one-one as he's starting to feel like he's in trouble. The minute 911 connects, he can't talk because he's struggling to breathe, and his 5-year-old daughter takes control. Here she is. I'll, I'll do it in part pieces, but uh, here, here she is uh, talking through it. Well, what's wrong? Um, my dad
5: can't hardly totally breathe.
4: Okay, hold on a second, okay?
5: Okay. How old are you? I'm 5 years old.
3: Okay, what's your name?
5: Savannah.
3: Okay, Savannah, hold on. I'm getting them dispatched, okay? Okay.
5: You need to come real fast.
3: Okay, Savannah, I have them on the way. Is your daddy still awake?
5: Yeah.
3: Okay. Is your front door unlocked, Savannah? Uh, Is the
5: front door unlocked?
3: No. Okay, Savannah, can you go unlock that front door for me? Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, Ed.
4: Okay. So she stays calm and collected while she's talking to the 911 operator. But what's so adorable is that she's giving, you know, just getting basic information, but she's concerned that she's not really dressed for when the firemen get there.
3: Can you ask him if this has ever happened before?
4: Has this ever happened?
5: No. So far, so good. He's so like
3: Hey, ask him if he has any kind of chest pain. Do
5: you have any chest pain? Yes. Okay. This is his first time.
3: Okay. I got him on the way, so.
5: Okay. We're in our jammies. <laughs> and I'm in a TikTok, so I'll have to get dressed. Okay. I know what I'm going to wear, but
2: he really release off
5: again real fast. Yeah. He's going to run Okay. <laughs> okay.
4: So fantastic. And I love what she keeps saying, so far, so good. She says that several times throughout it, and you know that's probably something her mom always says. You know? Because I was telling the guys here, when I was about uh, 10 or 11 years old, I would start babysitting for a little girl down the street that was about five years old. And the first time I babysat for her, I said, okay, it's time to go to bed. And she said, okay, March. But I don't want to her mom said so. So anyway, the 911 operator wants to make sure that Savannah stays. With her father until the ambulance gets there because she still wants to make sure she puts on a different outfit. Okay. Is
3: he still doing okay, Savannah?
5: Yeah, he's okay. Okay. I'll just, I'll be in my room and
3: I'll be putting on... Um, I Say, Savannah, I want you to stay there with your daddy, okay? Okay. I need you to make sure that he stays awake, so... Oh,
5: okay. I got that. And we have a dog... It's really, um, small.
3: Is, so he's friendly?
5: He's friendly.
3: Okay.
5: He kind of barks.
3: He kind of barks? That's all right,
5: though. Lou, come on. Family, it's on um, boy. Come on, Lulu. Come
3: here. Is your dad okay
5: still? Yeah. Okay. So far, so good. <laughs> Stay calm, Dad. Stay
0: calm. Dad. Uh. That
1: was so rude. That's it's, adorable. Yeah. Oh. Her dad's so lucky to have had her there. Oh yeah. But uh uh this is this is one of ours. Oh, it's it's that's it's a friend of mine there and from he's got and uh you know, her, um, uh sends over the American
0: say? Go back. Yeah, this oh. one
1: is, was debated, uh, but um, <clears throat> 73 Democrats voted for a Muslim ban years ago. That law
0: still exists. Yeah. How about that? Now, they were all
1: screaming and yelling and everything else. This is on the Washington feed. Um, but it says um, uh, that law still exists. 73 Democrats voted for a Muslim ban.
2: Yeah, I mean
1: it doesn't surprise me because back in two thousand and one or two thousand two, when they, when I mean they, they put that the Patriot Act in there, it banned everything. Mm-hmm. It allowed torture. It allowed you know, mm-hmm. good God, and everybody voted for it. Uh, I mean all the Democrats did. As liberals continue to freak out over Trump's temporary travel ban on individuals leaving terror-prone countries, they should be reminded that many of them previously supported quite a few travel bans. <laughs> And following the terrorist attack on 9-11, Congress passed the Enhanced Border Security and Visa Entry Reform Act, which aimed to minimize many of the vulnerabilities in our visa tracking system. The bill passed the House and Senate unanimously and received overwhelming support from many Democrats we see today arguing against Trump's same ban. The bill was bipartisan and had the support of staunch leftists like Ted Kennedy and Diane Feinstein, and the main premise of the act was to restrict non-immigrant visas from countries that the United States deemed as state-sponsored terrorism. Exactly what, what Trump did,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh, going by the law. And uh,
0: I think it's how he says what he says. Well, I
1: don't he know. Has, I always,
0: think yeah, he has, yeah, maybe he could learn to say things in a bit of a different way <laughs> and be more successful, but... He's very
1: brash, and that's his way. Yeah, well, he's gonna he's gonna be toning down a little bit, I think. I but think he'll be toned I, yeah, I down. I think he will. I, I think he's gonna double down because whenever he gets, whenever he, whenever he does something, mm-hmm. he winds up double downing on it because he's he's saying, you know, that's how we won the election.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: how white people liked him because they said, you know, that guy doesn't back down. You know, he doesn't quit. He doesn't well, back I, down. Well,
0: I I I think he's right. People want
1: something strong, done. Strong, strong leader and a guy who's going to push to get it done, you know, and uh, not not somebody who's going to be pushed around by everybody in mm-hmm. every country and every, you know, senator and every Elizabeth Warren and any, you know, uh, um, you know, hillary So, uh, but anyway.
0: Fifteen Democrats, including the minority leader, voted for the t- 2002 bill.
1: Right. Uh, Marquis Oregon, all these guys, but but all of them voted against this one. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Oh,
1: oh yeah. Well, so, anyway, that's, that was that. Uh, I just thought it'd be interesting. That's from the done.
0: Washington C. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we shall move one on. Ta-dum, ta-dum, ta-dum. Oh, hang on a second before we go. Make sure that we so. Saw. I have to check the the studio. What of, a lot of hypocrisy going on. Anybody there. They oh. probably
0: forgot they even voted. <laughs> yeah.
1: Conveniently. Oh, this is this is cute. Um, yeah. Um George Clooney is pissed off uh after calling for more Muslim refugees. He gets a nasty surprise when he walks out of his front door and he's got a he's got a Slew of protesters. That, it. um, yeah. It's always entertaining when celebrities make asinine political statements while living untouched from reality in their ivory towers. That's what mm-hmm. uh, George Clooney is one of the liberal loons speaking out against President Trump's ban on migrants, uh, uh, labeling him a xenophobic racist. But ironically, after arriving at his extravagant $9.8 million vacation home, he would be greeted by a nice little surprise waiting for him at the front door. He hmm. like, uh, says, uh, yeah. says, Kuni has spent months alongside his Muslim wife, uh, Amal Kuni, bashing Americans for not opening their arms up wide for more war-torn refugees, becoming even more vocal after President Trump's recent migrant ban. But when they arrived to their vacation home at the uh, opulent Lake, Como Italian Resort, they found their sh- their swanky vacation spot occupied by a large group of migrants <laughs> and the very, the very people they spent so much time advocating for.
0: Uh-huh. And uh, so, what
1: happened? And, uh, they said, Italy's celebrity hideaway, Lake Como, has become uh, home to hundreds of migrants after the nearby crossing uh, uh, into Switzerland was blocked by Swiss officials. Lake Como has long served as a tranquil paradise for the rich and famous, including George Clooney and Madonna.
0: But the railroad station has but the town's railroad station has been transformed into a makeshift camp where the families live surrounded by discarded <laughs> clothes, shoes, yeah, food containers and, and even rest. Oh my god. A
1: show and, uh, a in, there. Tensions are mounting in the luxury resort with more tents springing up every hour as more people arrive from Milan on their journey to northern Europe. The massive influx of these refugees comes in the wake of Switzerland shutting down their southern border. And now these asylum seekers have begun infiltrating into Italy, transforming the once-celebrity utopia to a makeshift camp, destroying the once-beautiful city. Uh, Now transformed into a tent city, reminiscent of something he had witnessed in a third world country. I wonder if Clooney and his Muslim wife are not changing their tune or if their bleeding hearts are still dripping with empathy. It's always
0: entertaining to witness the hypocrisy of the left as they always shout from the rooftops delivering their ridiculous statements. But when it comes time to practice what they preach, they always fall short. I guarantee it won't be Clooney or any other Hollywood celebs opening Uh, the gates of their ivory towers inviting these people in will be the local churches and officials burdened by these people taking on the burden and the celebrity elites will continue to advocate
1: for them but not do anything. But not do
0: anything. Not any real
1: work anyway. Yeah. And uh, this is from uh, Freedom Daily. You can get that on, on their Facebook page as well. We thank Freedom Daily and the Washington Feed for that. Just hmm. an article,
2: I you? Hmm.
1: This is something that they. <coughs> uh, the Congress left a 22-year-old video that leave everyone airport protests speeches. This is when they shut down all the airports and everything else back in uh, 22 years ago. Starbucks is trashing Trump. I don't like Starbucks. (laughs) Well, here's one that's kind of funny. Whenever you hear of a congressman beating up on drugs and everything, you got to be double careful because here's a congressman who voted for drug testing food stamp recipients became was busted for uh, cocaine. Oh well, I
0: guess Uh, he can't get his money either.
1: Representative Trey Ratto was a major proponent of Republican legislation to make food stamp recipients submit to drug tests before receiving assistance. The proposal for those on food stamps to urinate in cups to prove they're not on drugs received widespread praise from Republicans. But only a month after he backed the proposal, police busted the Florida Republican on a charge of cocaine possession. <laughs> Interesting. Huh? Yeah. So this goes on, but it's just. I don't, know, I don't know, this is IHateHillary.com, uh, but ah, whether, whether this is fake, fake news or not, it's, it's so funny that I have, to, I have to read it. Okay. Do you mind?
0: No, but I think it's silly,
1: but College kids pledge to remove their genitals if Trump builds the wall. <laughs> this just came out of the. Uh, January 30th. Oh. But, um... Uh Now, this one um, bothered me when I – it didn't bother me, but it it surprised me when I saw this. And Newswire, I found this, and it came from the People's Daily uh, uh, site. It said that – this is what Trump said about vaccines. Trump warns flu shots are the greatest scam in medical history flu shot is the greatest single scam in medical history created by Big Pharma to make money off vulnerable people and make them sick, Once President Donald Trump. In an interview with Opie and Anthony on Sirius Radio, XM, Trump slammed flu shots as totally ineffective and declared that, they, that he has never had one. Um, he says, I never had one, and also, I never had the flu. I don't like the idea of injecting bad stuff in your body, and that's basically what they do. And this is one, and this one, latest flu vaccine, has not been very effective to start off with. And um, he goes on and says, um, excuse me, um, Trump is right. Flu shots are the greatest medical fraud in history, and they are full of bad stuff, including formaldehyde and mercury, two powerful neurotoxins. And the vaccine industry even admits that laboratory tests prove the popular jab does not work. Hmm. So, you know, that's that's essentially where we're at there and this goes on, but he, he did say that uh, he won't take them and he thinks that vaccines are not good either. So just to let you know, until you went on Mr. Trump's opinion. Uh, let's see. We have Since we're going, you know, I don't know about what you think, but this is this is kind of good, I, mm-hmm. This is a uh, an interview. Uh, this had this had forty almost forty million views. Wow! All right. And it's a guy named Big Joe, and uh, he's a veteran. He's a Trump supporter, and he's and he's being asked by some by. Uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, anti-Trump supporter with a with an American hat on, draped in a flag, and the guy's a veteran, and, he's, and he and he and he answers the questions. You go. Yeah,
2: leave, money. Yeah. Okay. all right, sir. My name is Jeffrey. What is your name? They call me Big Joe. Big Joe, yes. I can see why. Big <laughs> Joe, what are you doing here today? I'm just passing through. I have nothing to do with this. This uh whatever you want to call this. I don't, I don't even understand why they're having this. They had an inauguration yesterday, and now we have all this. What did Trump do for all of this to happen? He just got, um, um, came into office. What is this? I see signs of unity and love and peace, and yet uh, at his inauguration, they were burning a McDonald's, a Starbucks, limousines, and anarchy in the streets. This is, uh, what is this? When he was elected rightfully, I mean, uh, by the majority of the country, that you know, so even though there are half the country like this that disapprove, what about the other half that do like him? What about them? What about their feelings? When when Obama was president and he pushed his political agenda, political correctness, and he um, he pushed all his agendas, did you see people doing all this? No, because we united behind our American president and we just we we stuck it out and everything. So what? So, what, what? Yeah, can you come in here? Come in here. Come in here. Come in. No, Trump was not. What? What made him not? When was he not elected? Oblivious. You're like, on a bicycle and you're oblivious. By the you're electoral. electoral.
5: What are you talking about? Wait a minute. Are you? What, what do you think we're here for? Trump. We're here to make
2: a change, and people like you okay. are the reason there's
5: still a problem. Well, listen, people I'm against like political correctness.
2: Like no, people like you have a like you. political correctness agenda. History correctness. You know no what? Political history. correctness no is un-American. Why do you think, you know why Trump couldn't you're get wrong. anyone to his inauguration? Because of the um, you know McCarthyism of Hollywood that was going to stigmatize somebody for supporting you Trump. This can't. is the United States of America. No, you him. could support no, Trump, Trump no, and still be without ostracizing. You want to ostracize someone and then you're going to turn around and make life difficult for them? That does. Political correctness is a disease.
5: I, oh yeah, I'm
2: sorry for you because Planned Parenthood is a racist no, system. Margaret Sanger was um, a Planned Parenthood. You, you know what? Margaret Sanger thought very little, little low of black people. She, she, thought people. she thought they were ignorant they and they, they shouldn't exist. And we could do. Think and think you know what? Parenthood Planned Parenthood is about. Planned Parenthood. Planned is to establish black people. You cannot put down Parenthood. We company. shouldn't be funding no. any type of no. Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is a joke. No, and no, anyone no, that no, doesn't no, know no, their no, history, know your no, history no, about Margaret no, Sanger, no, the beginning of Planned Parenthood. No, no. Planned Parenthood no, no. is no, no, the most no. racist organization. Know your history before you start supporting some. Okay?
5: You see that?
2: You're am What? That's why I'm not a woman. I'm a man, a straight man. I'm a man, a straight man. You know your history about Planned Parenthood? Do you know what, about
5: Planned
2: Parenthood? Uh, Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger, the, the whole reason for Planned Parenthood was to sterilize black people so they wouldn't reproduce. The There's people, it's helping! It there are change, people, it's helping! It's it changed with the rest of the yeah, world. Yeah, okay, so Trump is not, not a racist. Trump is not, at all here. Trump, uh, not a mother of the Trump is not a racist. There's
1: two words. Well,
2: Sorry, Sorry. Can't speak Sorry to George. who? What? People that don't Everybody support him? People that, offended, you, people that don't support him? I'm not offended by Trump. And that half the country is not offended by Trump. So what about them? What about them? What about the rest of the country that's not offended by Trump? What about them? Huh? Well, everybody's afraid of you guys. Because if they stand up for Trump, they're deemed a racist and everything, and everybody's terrified. And you got them doing it because of political correctness and all this craziness. This is wrong. This is the United States of America. You don't like, you say he's not your president, then you shouldn't be here. Leave! Many of the um, elitist Hollywood um, people that said they were going to leave, they didn't leave! They're protesting now. You don't like him, you don't want to be here, then leave! in a free country. What you're doing now, you're going to bring anarchy and then you know what's going to happen? Martial law. and you these freedoms freedom that you're talking about now, you're going to lose them. And then you're going to understand what real, what a real situation. You have people in this group who are socialists, who are, uh, are anti-American and anti our freedom, and they're latching on. They're latching on. They're latching on your different causes, and they're playing on your emotions so that they can get you all riled up, so that you can turn around and continue to do what you're doing and divide the country, and then when, and then bring about chaos and anarchy, so that they can bring martial law. That's what's really going on. Open your eyes and use your head. That's what's happening. I know for a fact I've seen these socialists in your group. I've seen them at rallies. They even make signs for you people, and you don't understand what's going on. You have to open your eyes. You better be smart. You might have some good causes and everything, but you need to choose your battles. You did to do anything yet. Choose your battles correctly. Use your head. Huh? Education, what's the problem? What is Trump doing about education? He just got into office. Huh? Education, not for nothing. I'm going to tell you something right now. uh, Everybody is being the controlled media. Education has taught you guys that you're following the controlled media, that whoever they demonize, you just automatically follow. If that's what education does for you, then we need to change it, because you shouldn't be like that. You should be free thinkers and you should be able to see right from wrong. You don't, because you're following whoever. Someone gets on TV and says, this is so, and then you just follow it? That's not using your head. That's not being smart people wake up be smart okay you want to be logical you want to be smart be smart but don't follow all this nonsense just because just because because you want to be there's so many people that supported trump but they were afraid to openly support him. But you know when they supported him? In the voting booth. And that's what what all of you people didn't understand. A lot of people supported Trump, but they were afraid. They're Even your friends, but they were afraid to tell you they supported him. And you know what? When they went to the voting booth, they voted for him. And that's that's where all of you people right now, all of you people are now shocked because you couldn't believe that he could be elected, because nobody thought he would have been elected. But guess what? He is elected, and he is our president, and you need to unite you behind him now, because you know what? If you continue to do what you're doing, you are going to divide this country. You are going to bring about martial law. You're going to lose your rights. You're going to lose your freedom. And then your biggest fear, he will be a dictator then. You better be smart, people. You don't understand what's about to happen. Wake up and be smart.
1: Didn't expect to do that. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks for Big Joe, and uh, you can get that on YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure. Milo, I guess. M-I-L-O is the name of the uh, Milo. Oh, this is a Milo Yianna Polo's video. So, uh, it's worth taking a look at. Um, an alt-right guy. Oh, okay, and the last word tonight is uh, 50% of union households voted for Trump. That's right. Teamsters, Jimmy Hoffa lavishes praise on President Trump. On trade policy. That was amazing, huh? So that's the end. Uh, oh, there is one more that's really funny. Uh, Idaho Dems executive director DMC says she should train people in how to shut their mouths if they're white. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well anyway, uh, so much for all that fun. Well, we're over. The show's over, and I want to thank everybody who joined us, and will be joining us, and tell your friends about it. We're back on the air. Sorry we had a little uh, uh, a short um, respite there. But uh, we're back, and we're strong, and uh, stay tuned for more. All right. Good night, everybody.